Welcome to BitCast on Podcast One, the video game podcast with the Axeman. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. It's the second Thursday of October now, and I have not played many more or any horror-type games since last October, so I can't really talk about too many for this month. I kind of blew my entire reserve of discussion topics with Luigi's Mansion and Dead Rising. I'd like to talk about Luigi's Mansion 3, but that comes out on Halloween, which would be the air date of a different episode, so that won't really work out for me. So I decided to do something I've been wanting to do for a long time now. I'm going to try something different from talking about a game. You could probably guess from the title what I'm trying to do tonight. I want to read Sonic.exe, a dramatic reading of a creepypasta, which is basically an internet horror story. And don't get me wrong, I don't think this is really that scary. And I don't mean disrespect, but I still think it's all in good fun. We're just gonna share a little story, you know? Even if this story didn't become what he wanted it to be, I'm sure some people were still scared by it. And it's brought people together in a way kind of like the film The Room, Tommy Wiseau's thing where people get a different kind of enjoyment out of it, maybe unintentional, but I still think that could be valid in its own right. People are still having a good time. I don't know. I just really want to read this, because it, it, it does get some giggles out of me sometimes. So, let's get right into it. Sonic.exe by JC the Hyena. I'm a total Sonic the Hedgehog fan, much like everyone else. I like the newer games, but I don't mind playing the classics. I don't think I've ever played glitchy or hacked games before, though. I don't think I want to play any after the experience I had. It started on a nice summer afternoon. I was playing Sonic Unleashed. I like how you get to explore the towns in it until I noticed, out of my peripheral vision, that the mailman had arrived and put something in my mailbox, as usual, and left. I paused my game to go see what I got in the mail. The only thing in the mailbox was a CD case for computers and a note. I took it inside. So, I, I gotta say, all these creepypastas that are based on video games, because they're not always about video games, but the video game ones, the author always takes some time out at the beginning to just give us their credentials, so we know that they're legit. We know they've played all the games, so it just seems a little self-congratulatory. And then this random minutia, like, oh, I like how you can explore the towns in Sonic Unleashed. Either he really felt strongly about that, or he just wanted to desperately make sure that we knew he was talking about Sonic Unleashed. I looked at the note first, and I realized it was from my dear friend Kyle. Let's call him that. Okay, so his friend isn't even Kyle, that's just an alias for this story. Whom I hadn't heard from in two weeks. I know because I recognize his handwriting. 
but was weird as how it looked, badly written, scratchy, as if Kyle was having a hard time writing it down and did it in a hurry. Who recognizes people's handwriting anymore in this day and age, honestly? Oh, oh, by the way, get ready for color commentary the whole time, because if, if you thought I wasn't going to do that, then you're silly. This is what he wrote. Tom, I can't take it anymore. I had to get rid of this thing somehow before it was too late, and I was hoping you'd do it for me. I can't do it. He's after me. And if you don't destroy the CD, he'll come after you too. He's too fast for me. Please, Tom. Destroy this godforsaken disc before he comes after you, too. It's too late for me. Destroy the disc, and you'll destroy him. But do it quick, otherwise he'll catch you. Don't even play the game. It's what he wants. Just destroy it. Please. Kyle. Well, that was certainly weird. Even though Kyle is my best friend, and I hadn't seen him in two weeks, I didn't do what he asked me. I didn't think that a simple gaming disc would do anything bad to him. After all, it's just a game, right? Boy, was I wrong about that. Anyway, I looked at the disc, and it looks like any ordinary computer CDR disc, except it had a black marker on it written Sonic.exe, and it was much unlike Kyle's handwriting meaning that he must have gotten it from somewhere else, like a pawn shop or eBay. When I saw Sonic on the writing of the CD, I was actually excited and wanted to play it, since I'm a big Sonic fan. As for me, if this ever happened to me, I'd probably just keep playing Sonic Unleashed until I actually finished it. Well, that... That's if I could stomach to play Sonic Unleashed. I, I actually couldn't get past the first nighttime stage myself, but I, I don't know. Like Right now, as I'm recording this, I'm in the middle of playing Golden Deer and Blue Lions and Fire Emblem, and I bought Link's Awakening, and I want to play that, but I, I gotta get through Fire Emblem first, so I, I feel like I'm obligated to Fire Emblem, and I feel like if I was in this guy's situation, I would play the Haunted game after I played the low-quality game? I went up to my room, and I turned on my computer and put the disc in and installed the game. When the title screen popped up, I noticed that it was the first Sonic game. I was like, awesome, because like I said earlier, I liked the classics. The first thing I noticed that was out of place was when I pressed start. There was a split second when I saw the title image turned into something much different, something that I now consider horrifying, before cutting to black. I remember what the image looked like in that split second before the game cut to black. The sky had darkened, the title emblem was rusted and ruined, and the Sega 1991 was now instead Sega 666, and the water had turned red, like blood, except it looked hyper-realistic. Okay, so, a lot to unpack with this one. He says that he now considers this horrifying, which says to me that this entire thing with the hyper-realistic blood water and the 666, that's all horrifying in hindsight. It didn't really bother him at the time. That's a little weird. Also, it's just silly and gratuitous. That's, that's this guy's attempt at horror... 
at the time of writing this is, oh yeah, just put a few devil numbers, put in some blood, and hyper-realistic, get ready for that word a lot, his Hail Mary attempt to convince you that the horror is so real that it can actually harm him or you, whichever. It's not just realistic, it's hyper-realistic. And by Sega Genesis standards, no less. This isn't the first offender of this in Creepypasta, I don't think. It's probably not even the worst offender. I can think of another Creepypasta that did it even worse. I might actually look at that one at a future date, if I feel like it. But the freakiest thing was that in the split-second frame was Sonic. His eyes were pitch black and bleeding with two glowing red dots staring right at me. And his smile had stretched wider up to the edge of his face. I was rather disturbed about that image when I saw it, though I figured that it was just a glitch and forgot about it. And it cut to black. It stayed like that for about ten seconds or so. Then another weird thing happened. The save file select from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 popped up. Yes, this, we're, we're going to have to keep track of all the different display differences between the different retro Sonic games. And I was like, WTF? Oh, and that's not me filtering it. He actually wrote out WTF. What's this doing in the first Sonic game? Anyway, then I noticed something off. The background was the dark, cloudy sky of the bad Stardust Speedway level from Sonic CD, and there was only three save files. I, I think he meant the bad future Sonic CD Stardust Speedway level, and not just bad Stardust Speedway level, unless he just really doesn't like that level for some reason. The music, so the music of the save screen, the music was the creepy Caverns of Winter music from Earthbound, only it was extended and seemed to have been in reverse. And the image for the save file where you see a preview of the level you're on is just static for all three files. Uh, okay, this also keeps happening, is that JC keeps describing things in reference to other games. Like, oh, this is just like that one song or that one sequence from that other game, and it just really falls flat if you don't know what they're talking about. I just think that's bad writing in that case. It feels less like they're writing a story and more like design notes for the fan game version of this, which eventually did get made. What freaked me out was the character select. It showed only Tails, Knuckles, and to my surprise, Dr. Robotnik. Now, I was sure that something was up. No, what gave you that idea? I mean, how can you play as Robotnik in a classic Sonic game for crying out loud? Yes, you've done it! You've done it, Tom! You found the weirdest thing in this entire Sonic.exe disc that your friend mysteriously sent you. That's when I realized this wasn't a glitchy game. It was a hacked game. Yeah, it definitely looked hacked. It was really creepy, but as a smart gamer, I wasn't scared. 
or at least I tried not to be. I told myself that it was just a hacked game, and there's nothing wrong with that. Anyways, shaking off the creeped-out feeling, I picked file one and chose Tails when I selected and got started. The game froze for about five seconds, and I heard a creepy, pixelated laugh that sounded an awful lot like that Kefka guy from Final Fantasy before cutting to black. I, I hope you all know what Kefka sounds like when he laughs. I mean, it was a pretty notable sound effect way back in the day, but I don't know how many people remember it now. The screen stayed black for about 10 seconds or more. This is another thing JC does, is very exact time measurements. And then it showed the typical level title thing. Except the simplistic shapes were different shades of red, and the text showed only Hill, Act 1. The screen faded in, and the level title vanished, revealing tales in the green hill zone from Sonic 1. The music was different, though. It sounded like a peaceful melody in reverse. Anyway, I started playing and had Tails running like you would in any of the classic Sonic games. What was odd was that as Tails was running along the level, there was nothing but flat ground and a few trees for five minutes. And that was when the peaceful music started to lower down into slow, deep tones very slowly as I kept going. So this guy, Tom, the character, he had Tails running along a flat surface for five minutes with nothing happening. That's just really hard to believe. You wouldn't turn the game off or pause it or look something up or, or, or call your friend Kyle for any reason. I suddenly saw something and I stopped to see what it was. It was one of the small animals lying dead on the ground, bleeding. That was when the music started to slow down. Tails had a shocked and saddened look on his face that I never saw him have before, so I had him move along, and he kept that worried look on his face. As he kept moving, I saw more dead animals as Tails moved past them, looking more and more worried as the music lowers and he moves past more dead animals. I was shocked to see how they all died. They looked like somebody killed them in rather gruesome ways. A squirrel was hanged on a tree with what appeared to be his entrails hanging out. A bunny had all four of its limbs torn off, and a duck had its eyes gouged out and its throat slit. Uh, uh, that, that's just... Okay, gore is kind of one of those weird things where... It can be really unsettling, especially when you don't expect it, but gore is not an automatic get-out-of-storytelling-free card. You still have to actually make the story scary. One thing that really undermines all this gore is the fact that we're still in, like, 16-bit Sega Genesis graphics. I don't care how hyper-realistic you claim it to be. Like it, This isn't described as hyper-realistic, so I'm just imagining some kind of bad, dorkly bits pixel art of these mutilated animals or something, and it's not really selling me. After a few more seconds, there were no more animals, and the music seemed to have stopped. I still kept tales to continue. After a minute passed... 
After the music stopped, Tails was running up a hill, and then he stopped. So, so we're like six minutes into this level now, I think. It wasn't until I saw why Tails had stopped. Sonic was there on the other side of the screen, with his back against Tails and his eyes closed. Tails looked happy to see Sonic, but when his smile faltered, obviously noticing... But then his smile faltered, obviously noticing that Sonic wasn't responding to him, if not acting as if he was totally oblivious of Tails' presence. Tails walked slowly towards Sonic, and I noticed that I wasn't even moving my keyboard to make him move. Oh, oh yeah, this, I, I guess he's playing it on his computer or something. So this had to have been a cutscene. Suddenly, I began to have a growing feel of dread as Tails walked closer to Sonic to get his attention. I felt that Tails was in danger and something bad was going to happen. I heard faint static growing louder as Tails was but inches away from Sonic and stopped and stuck his hand out to touch him. That foreboding feeling in my gut was growing stronger, and I felt the urge to tell Tails to get away from Sonic as the static grew louder. Suddenly, in a split second, I saw Sonic's eyes open, and they were black with those red glowing dots, just like in the title image. Though, thought there wasn't a smile. When that happened, the screen turned black and the static sound was off. It stayed black for about seven seconds, and then white text appeared, forming a message saying, Hello, do you want to play with me? At this point, I was creeped out. I didn't want to continue with the game, but my curiosity had gotten the better of me when I was taken to a different level, with the level now saying, Hide and Seek. This time, I was on the Angel Island level from Sonic 3, and it looked like everything was on fire. Tails looked as though he was scared out of his wits this time. He actually looked at me and made frantic gestures to me, as if he wanted to get out of the area he was in as fast as possible. I was starting to get freaked out by this. I mean, Tails was actually breaking the fourth wall, trying to tell me to get him out of there. So I pressed down on the arrow key as hard as I could and made him run as fast as he could. A pixelated version of that creepy theme when he met Shadow on the arc as Robotnik from SA2 was playing as I made Tails check through the... <laughs> too many words! We have way too many words for this description of comparison so i have to remember sonic adventure 2 now i have to remember the scene on the arc when robotnik and tails and shadow are there i think i have to remember that sound and now i have to remember it all pixelated and stuff the fact that it's pixelated means that Despite all the hyper-realism, they, they had to still compress the Dreamcast-era music down to fit this Genesis ROM hack or whatever it is. So, kind of falls short again. That's a lot of... that's very consistent about this creepypasta, is that things fall short of the mark. Suddenly, I heard that creepy laugh again, 
that awful Kefka laugh right after ten seconds have passed as I helped Tails run through the forest, and then I started seeing flashes of Sonic popping up everywhere on the screen, again with those black and red eyes. By the way, that that eye design, that's basically Metal Sonic, so that just kind of deflates some of the horror for me. I don't know if it does for you or not. The music changed to that suspenseful drowning jingle as I see Sonic behind Tails slowly gaining up on him, flying. Sonic wasn't running, he was actually flying. The flying pose his sprite was making looked very similar to Metal Sonic's flying pose in Sonic CD, except it was just Sonic, and he had the black and red eyes again. So, what, what distinguishes this from Metal Sonic, then? Only this time, he had the most deranged-looking grin on his face. He looked as though he was enjoying the torment he was giving the poor little fox as he gained up on him. Suddenly, when Tails tripped, another cutscene, the music stopped, and Sonic vanished. Tails laid there and started crying for 15 seconds. Like, you timed this! You timed... You got a stopwatch ready for Tails' is crying! The scene was rather upsetting to watch, and I kind of teared up myself. But then Sonic appeared right in front of Tails, and Tails looked up in horror. Blood started to come down from those blackened eyes of Sonic's as a grin slowly grew from his face as he looked down at the horrified fox. I could do nothing but watch. Just in a split second, Sonic lunged at Tails right before the screen went black. There was a loud screeching noise that lasted only five seconds. The text returned, only this time it said, You're too slow. Want to try again? And then that god-awful laugh came with it. I was so shocked by what had happened. Did Sonic murder Tails? No, he couldn't have. He and Tails are supposed to be best friends, right? Why did Sonic do that to him? I shook the shock off as I was brought back to the character select. The save file that had Tails was different. Tails was no longer in the box itself, but in the TV screen itself, which was flickering with that red static. Tails' expression scared me. His eyes were black and bleeding, and his orange fur had gone black, and he had an expression of anguish on his face. Trying to ignore it, I picked Knuckles next. That laugh came again, and the screen cut to black again, and stayed there for another ten seconds. This time, the level said, You can't run. I was really freaked out now. I couldn't really tell if this was a glitch or a hack. You, you couldn't tell? What? Well, oh no, this is just a weird glitch. I don't know how. I mean, we we got Knuckles in the first Sonic game somehow. We got hyper-realistic blood. We got Kefka it laughing over in here. I couldn't tell if it was a glitch or a hack or some kind of sick, twisted joke, as Dimitri would say. <laughs> or anything, really. But despite my fear of what happened next, I kept playing. The next level looked much different. It had the ground of the Scrap Brain Zone, but the sky background looked like the main menu. It had the dark reddish cloudy sky, 
but it was the music that creeped me out the most. It sounded like Gigas theme right after you beat Pokey in Earthbound. Oh yeah, go for the go for the final boss of Earthbound as kind of a way to just get more horror in automatically. Just don't even try. I also noticed that Knuckles looked afraid, just like Tails did, though not as much. More rather, he looked a little unnerved. Yeah, that that nuance that you can tell the subtle differences in disposition of these 16-bit sprites. I, I know some people can really get a lot of mileage out of sprites if they know what they're doing, especially if a system is late in its development cycle, but I'm going to call shenanigans on this narration here. <laughs> Knuckles broke the fourth wall just like Tails and looked as if he wasn't sure what was going on, but I made him move anyway. He ran down the straight pathway in this dark level, and as he did, the screen started to flicker a red static a couple times, and then that maddening laugh came again. Then, after a few seconds of running, I noticed several blood stains on the metallic ground. I felt a growing sense of fear again, thinking something horrible is going to happen to Knuckles. He looked nauseated walking down this blood-stained road, but I still kept him going. Suddenly, as Knuckles ran, Sonic appeared right in front of him with those black and red eyes, and then the red static appeared again, when the static vanished, showing nothing but black screen, with text saying, FOUND YOU! He wrote FOUND YOU with alternating caps and lowercase, so, ooh, scary. I was now scared. Sonic had found Knuckles already? What was going on? Anyway, Red Static came again, and then I was back to the level. Knuckles looked like he was panicking, and Sonic was nowhere to be found. And this time, that high-pitched squealing from Silent Hill 1's final boss was playing. Was this some kind of boss battle with Sonic? I hoped to God it wasn't, honestly. Suddenly, Sonic appeared right behind Knuckles in what appeared to be pixelated black smoke. I made Knuckles turn and then punch Sonic, but Sonic vanished in black pixelated smoke. Do you really have to say that it's pixelated every time? Just the fact that you're trying so hard to stay true to the Genesis aesthetics, even though you kind of break it by mentioning all the different sound effects and the hyper-realism and stuff. It just really breaks the immersion that, that you're trying so hard to remind us that this doesn't look visually impressive. And, and not only is that bad for suspending disbelief, but it also just kind of calls to mind, wait, why are you finding this so scary if it's all so pixelated and stylized? Before Knuckles could land a hit, that terrible laugh went off again. Then Sonic appeared behind Knuckles again, and then I made him punch again, and Sonic vanished again, laughing. Knuckles was panicking even more, and even I felt like I was going crazy. Sonic was practically playing with us. He was playing a sick, twisted little mind game with me and Knuckles. Another cutscene played, as Knuckles fell to his knees and clutched his head, sobbing. I felt his agony. Sonic was actually driving us both crazy. And then, in a split second, Sonic lunged at Knuckles, and then the screen went black, 
with another distorted screeching noise that lasted for at least three seconds. Thank you for measuring it. I wouldn't really be scared unless I knew that it was three seconds long. Another text message appeared. So many souls to play with, so little time. Would you agree? And then on the site where I saw this creepypasta written, I think it was an actual creepypasta site, they placed an advertisement here. Nothing to really get you into the festive spirit of Halloween and stuff and reading a scary story by having an advertisement smack dab in the middle of a story. This one's not really JC's fault. I just thought it was kind of egregious of the website. Just what was going on? I started to think Sonic was actually trying to talk to me through the game, but I was too scared to think that. I was brought back to the main menu, and this time, the second file box had Knuckles in the TV screen. His red fur had darkened to a reddish gray, his dreadlocks were dripping with blood, and his eyes were black and bleeding too, and he had a look of sadness on his face. I began to think that those were the actual characters trapped in those TV screens on the save files. But I couldn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it. Uh, okay, I don't understand that part. That Tom thinks that the actual tails and the actual knuckles were trapped and dead and or mutilated in those save file boxes. But I, what does he mean, the actual knuckles and tails? They're not real. They're not... They don't have... An, a point in space in which they exist. They are an idea. They are characters who who habitate different stories across different mediums and different Sonic games, that there is no the one Knuckles or the one Tails to be anywhere. They don't exist. <laughs> I don't get that comment. It's some kind of way to lend credence to the idea that this is all canon to Sonic somehow, and Knuckles and Tails are actually dead or, or worse, but it doesn't work. So I shut off the game and took a break. I took a nap. Wish I hadn't, because I then began to have the most disturbing nightmare. I was in pitch-black darkness, though I was under the light, given off by a lamp that hung high above my head. I could hear the cries of Knuckles and Tails nearby. They were saying stuff like, help us, and why did you give us to him, and run away before he gets to you too. Their cries died out as I heard Sonic laugh. His laugh, it sounded a lot like the distorted Kefka laugh. You're a lot of fun to play with, kid, just like your friend Kyle, though he didn't last long. I was scared, and looking around for the source of that voice, won't be long now until you join him and all my other friends. I saw him walking toward me, flickering in and out in several directions. You can't run, kid. You're in my world now, just like the others. When he grabbed me and I saw his bleeding black and red-eyed, grinning face, I woke up with a fright. He just keeps mentioning that Sonic's eyes are black and red. He doesn't really ever go anywhere with that. Just black and red, black and red. He, he could have said that his, his eyes resembled a, a gaping void into sheer nothingness that you could go mad from the darkness if not for the two blood-red points of light. Like, that would have been 
it wouldn't have saved the story, but a description like that really would have helped. Like, like, and I, I could at least say that an effort would have been made in that case. Ugh. After a couple hours, I decided to continue playing the game. I don't know why, but I had to know. I had to figure out why this was happening. So I turned on the computer, turned on the game, and selected Robotnik next. I still thought that was wacky, playing as Robotnik. Oh, you're, you're still hung up on playing as Robotnik in this obvious Devil Sonic game? Ugh. But anyway, the level title appeared again, and this time it said... Well, it was an ellipsis, so, which I found really freaky. This time I was in some kind of hallway. Didn't really look like it was from any of the classic Sonic games, though. It had the pixelated style. The floor was shiny and checkered. The walls were a dark grayish purple with animated candle lights and a few bloodstains here and there. And there was a dark red curtain hanging above on the top part of the screen. Every 12 seconds or so, the red curtain sways very slowly, but whenever you're playing the game, you can barely see it move. Whenever you're playing the game, how many people are playing this Sonic.exe level, Tom? Not counting the fan game, of course. A again, this just really feels like less of a story and more, okay, here are the things you need to know when you make the game version. Ugh. The music was oddly pleasant. A piano playing a rather sad yet peaceful song. But I knew better. This was a song that played in Hill Act One. Only it wasn't in reverse. Oh my. Only it wasn't in reverse. Robotnik didn't look entirely nervous like Tails and Knuckles did. But he did have a suspicious look on his face as if he was just a bit paranoid. How can you tell? His eyes are completely obscured by those Ponce-Nez glasses, and he's got that big, bushy mustache that covers the rest of his face. All you can really see are his nose and ears, but you can tell that Eggman looks a little suspicious in this 16-bit game. He did a little animation when I just left him standing. He turns his head to the left, then to the right at least twice, then shrugs at me, as if he has no idea where he was going or what was going on. Even though I was scared out of my mind about what was going to happen, I had Robotnik continue onward. He did his usual running animation. You know, when you've beaten him at the end of a classic Sonic game, and then you chase him. Thank you! Thank you for reminding me of that. I, I was completely lost. And we continued going through the hallway. Then I stop at a long flight of stairs leading downward. Now I was nervous. Even Robotnik seemed unsure of himself, though I pressed onward. As I led Robotnik down the stairs, I noticed that the walls have gotten darker and more reddish. The red torches were now an eerie blue. Then we landed onto another hallway. This one was longer than the last one, or at least felt like it. Oh, what's wrong? You don't have an exact measurement of time? Then we headed down another flight of stairs. This one was much longer. Took at least one full minute. Oh, okay, okay. You, that was the hard read. You got me there. Then I heard that horrid Kefka laugh again. And then the music slowly faded until it was quiet. 
as it did the walls turned more dark red and the torches were a black flame now yeah because it just wasn't edgy enough when robotnik landed onto the third hallway i noticed he now looked really creeped out though he tried to hide it i couldn't blame him i was scared too suddenly sonic popped right in front of robotnik the same way he did knuckles and then red static the red static lasted for about 15 seconds and then it showed me a most unpleasant image the image showed a hyper realistic of sonic a hyper realistic of sonic he says a hyper realistic of sonic standing there in the darkness where you can only see his face while his head and torso faded into black i thought we could only see his face and when i say hyper realistic i mean like he looked so real you could actually see the lines in his fur as if you could actually feel the fur if you touched the screen thank you i don't know what hyper realistic means his face Oh god, he had the most horrifying smile I had ever seen. And that's saying something, considering I saw that image at the start of the game. <sighs> His eyes were wide and black and once again crying blood, which also looked hyper-realistic. <laughs> well, why would they have fake blood when they've already got the hyper-realistic aesthetic going here, JC? Come on. And then there were two small glowing red dots in those black eyes, staring right at me, as if staring into my mind. His grin was wide and demonic. It literally stretched to the sides of his face like a Cheshire cat. Except Sonic had fangs, very sharp fangs, much like the werehog's teeth, except more vicious looking. Somewhat yellowish from the looks of it, he had stains of blood and small bits of flesh on his lips and fangs as if he ate some animal. Like, this whole thing just reeks of, it was really super scary, but no, 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 way scarier than that, guys. Uh, it had uh, this and uh, that and, and, and this, and it was really scary, you gotta believe me. I stared at that gruesome image for a good 30 seconds. Like, he timed it! He timed like. Like, how do you know you stared at it for 30 seconds? I guess you really, if you're really taking in the detail that you're telling me, I, I could probably believe you're looking for 30 seconds, but come on. Never taking my eyes off it, I felt as if he was actually looking at me, smiling at me. That face, it just took 10 seconds for it to etch itself into my brain for good. So what was the other 20 seconds for? Not only is 30 seconds too specific, it's also too long. You, you didn't need to stare at it for 30 seconds. Like, 10 seconds, it's still unnecessarily detailed, but it, it's more appropriate, I would think. The screen flickered with red static again three times. Like, just stop. Stop with all the specifics, all the details that you're really trying to hammer in to make sure that there's no room for misinterpretation. That's not good storytelling. As a writer, you do generally have a vision that you want to make sure the audience would understand and receive. But a lot of times people get a lot of 
personal enjoyment from their own takes on things, so sometimes it's good to write things with a little bit of wiggle room so that certain smaller details can just be filled in by the audience themselves. You don't spoon-feed them the, the finest combed sand of detail. Ugh. Red Static, again, three times, and on the third time, I heard the Kefka laugh, except this time it sounded distorted, demonic even. It went back to the image again. What the? Uh, it, it didn't leave the image. It was just static flickering for a couple times. It went back to the image again, except this time there was the text again, though it was messed up but it was pretty much one of the most horrifying things I looked at since I had this game. I am God. It was when I read that message, while looking at Sonic when it hit me, I realized right then, right there, this Sonic was a monster, a pure, evil, sadistic, all-powerful, nightmarish, demented monster. What? What tipped you off? Did you think he was just misunderstood this whole time? Did did you mistake him for Metal Sonic this whole time? Like he was malfunctioning. That that one I might believe. And all his victims, including Tails, Knuckles, Robotnik, and possibly Kyle, are just his little toys. Possibly Kyle. You gave your real-life friend fourth billing after these fictional characters. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, the real Tails and Knuckles. And the game is the very gateway into this chaotic, nightmarish world. The very hell his victims are trapped in. Suddenly, in an actual split second, I scream. An actual split second! <laughs> Even in his moments of panicking, but... I, I'm inclined to believe that's just him being detailed. Suddenly, in an actual split second, I screamed as Sonic lunged at the screen, screeching loudly, with his mouth wide open to an unnatural length, revealing nothing but a literally spiraling abyss of pure darkness before the red static came again, this time much louder and distorted, so loud that it hurt my ears. I yelled, and grab my ears as the red static screeched for a good seven seconds. I'm glad you could count the time while you're in agony and existential horror. Then it stopped. It showed nothing but black screen. As I sat there, staring at the black screen, one last text came up. Ready for round two, Tom? The Kefka laugh, now sounding more clear, as if Sonic was right behind me played again three times as I looked at that text in shock and confusion. Then I booted back to the game menu. This time, the third save file had a TV image of Robotnik in the same tormented state as Tails and Knuckles. Robotnik's skin turned a dull gray, his mustache drooped and had blackened, his glasses broke and the blood is coming from them, and blood is coming from them, and he had a mere dead-like expression on his face. Again, you can't really tell what Eggman's face looks like in these early games. I looked at Tails, Knuckles, and Robotnik, and I cried a bit. I pitied them for the agony they're going through. They were forever trapped within the game, 
forever tormented by that horrid hedgehog, and always will be. How do you know this? Then the computer shut itself off. I couldn't turn it on, no matter what I did. Congratulations, Tom. It was a virus game. It bricked your computer. That's what happened. I sat there for maybe 25 seconds. 25 seconds! You told us it was 25 seconds! Like, uh, if this was 24 seconds, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have me. I, I would just, I would just walk away. I wouldn't believe any of the story, but the full 25 seconds. I believe you now, Tom. I sat there for maybe 25 seconds, horrified by what had just happened. Sonic is the very embodiment of evil. He tortures people who play his game in more ways than one. And then, when he gets bored, he drags you into the game literally drags you to hell, where he can play with you always as his toy. I can't get the game out of my computer. I think it's stuck in there. But at least I managed to turn it back on now. I sat there for 25 seconds. Again, he's using 25 seconds. It's, it's bad enough that he's using it, but he's using it two times in a row. I heard a voice right behind me, like a whisper. Try to keep this interesting for me, Tom. I turned around to see where the voice came from, and what I saw made me scream. Sitting on my bed, staring at me, was a sonic plushie, smiling with bloodstains under its eyes. The end. That's the end of Sonic.exe. So, you can tell a lot of the logic holes that the story has. I can't believe it took me almost an hour to read that entire thing. That's insanity. This is really long creepypasta that I was thinking of reading, but that's going to take even longer. I might I might actually have to pass that up. I'm not sure. But yeah, Tom, the character, just has no regard for his friend and just plays the game anyway. And too many hyper-realistic details, too many pixelated details, too many exact measurements of time, too many references to other games to fill the gaps of descriptions, weird priorities on Tom's part, like focusing on Robotnik instead of anything else going on. This is just badly written. My first exposure to Creepypasta was... Might have been early college. It was when I read that whole Ben Drowned thing with Majora's Mask. And that one is, in hindsight, kind of cheap. But a lot more work was put into that one. There were there was footage with that one, at least, that kind of made it seem a little more realistic. And it got kind of popular. I think this one got popular, too, enough to make a fan game. It's just... Oh, it's so badly written. I, I heard that JC got really upset at some of the some of the backlash the story has received. And as upset as I've sounded over the course of this dramatic reading, I did have fun with it. I like just kind of using it as an example of what not to do in telling a spooky haunted video game story, because I think it can be done well. I just don't think this was done well. I, I hope that JC is able to continue writing and do 
legitimately scary stories, use Sonic.exe as a launch pad, you know, just write new, bigger, better stories with it. I think Sonic.exe does have its fans still, and if JC can be happy with them, then by all means, don't let me stand in their way. But, uh, that's about it for me. Uh, we'll see if I can find another one to read next time, or I'll just try to think of a game to talk about. But this was a fun change of pace. I like talking about something different from just video games all the time. Instead, talking about video game-related things instead. Uh, but uh, anyway, this has been another BitCast episode. Be sure to follow the BitCast on Twitter so you can keep up with what I'm doing and what I'm saying. Follow the show on Podcast One's website and mobile app. And you can find the episodes on iTunes, too. Random PSA. Be good to your environment. We only get one planet Earth, and things aren't looking good for it right now, so why, 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 don't, you, why don't you pick up a little trash? Maybe maybe eat a little less beef. Maybe maybe don't drive as much if, if you can get some carpooling going. I don't know. Just I've, I've been on an environmental kick lately. This has... The, the, the things I've heard about the environment are a hundred times scarier than anything I heard in Sonic EXE. So, uh, there we go. See you on the next one. Listen to BitCast anytime on podcast1.com and on the Podcast One app.